Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash spookshow. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Tonight I will kill all of God, Whoever is bitten by a werewolf and lives becomes a werewolf himself. Beware the moon, David. Go now. Heaven help you. This is the All-American Spook Show, bringing you the Summer of the Wolf. Hello and welcome to another edition of the All-American Spook Show Horror Podcast. As always, I'm Josh, and I'm joined here with my friends Will, Donnie, Dale, and the Professor Smoke. And it's uh, it's bittersweet. Uh, This is the last entry into the summer of the wolf series like you know like we've said a couple times before like i think we've all enjoyed doing this but you know we're ready to move on to some other things so it's kind of bittersweet but uh this will be the end of this run here for the summer but now that just means we're we're heading down the path to the fall and october and halloween and uh, all the big stuff we got planned there so this will be it for that but i i think overall i mean like you know before, of course today we're going to be talking about another wolf cop but I think overall, I mean, I've really enjoyed this. I mean, you know, we we kind of did a, a wrap-up episode last week where we had Travis Roy on um, from the Cinema 9 podcast to kind of help us wrap up that History of Werewolves thing that we did there. As far as the movies of concern, I, I, I think I've enjoyed just about every one of these. I mean, I think we gave pretty much all of them pretty fairly high marks. I mean, I think the only one that we kind of all, I mean, we, we all somewhat agreed, but we the one that we probably liked, the least was ginger snaps right out of this little run that we've done so yeah. um you know and and ironically that was probably one of the ones that got some of the highest marks you know from and critics that's honestly that's honestly probably why we didn't like it so much is just because <laughs> such high expectations going into it yeah nah we got a lot of hate mail from that yeah <laughs> well i mean like the, the thing was too it's just like like you said we actually had, you know, kind of peeked behind the curtain. We had actually planned to do a different movie that particular week. And then we kept, you know, when you'd look up some lists and here's some uh, uh, some some suggestions from other people, they were like, yeah, Ginger Snaps, you got you to gotta watch Ginger Snaps. So we decided to slide the other movie out and watch Ginger Snaps, and then we were all just kind of, eh, you know. I don't think we hated it, we just didn't love it. You know, it was just kind of there, you know. <laughs> I think, in my opinion... The other movie that we were going to watch, I think we all would have enjoyed that a little bit better. That's just my opinion. And it was uh, Wolf of Snow Hollow. Because I've actually seen that one, and I really liked it. And I think you guys probably would have enjoyed that one a little bit more than Ginger Snaps. But, you know, we'll, we'll get to that eventually. And, you know, of course, uh, there are uh, plenty summer of summers ahead or any other season or whenever the hell we decide to watch more werewolf movies. There's tons of them. So I'm sure we'll get around to this, you know, either next summer or maybe in the in-between times. I mean, it doesn't always have to be a series to watch a werewolf movie because there's plenty of them, but uh, we'll get back to these eventually. But this will be the last installment in the Summer of the Wolf series here for the grand year of 2021. So <laughs> we're going to put a bow on it with another wolf cop. Now, we watched the the first wolf cop. That was actually the second movie review that we did during the Summer of the Wolf, and that was back on episode 63. 
which I think that came out what like late June, early July, somewhere around there. So we're we're wrapping it back around and finishing up with this one. So I guess you know without any further build up, we'll go ahead and uh, toss to the trailer for it, and then we'll get to the other information on the other side. What the hell is that sound? Wolf cop. Wolf cop. Wolf cop. <laughs> You're a wolf. Cop. dead bodies in my duffel bag. Slash your face, rip the head off your body. Slam a cold bullet, pump your body with your shoddy. Don't bother trying to hide, because there's nowhere you can run from the wolf cop. You promised me you would stay locked up. Where's your car? To try to hide from the wolf cop. I want its hairy head on my mantle cap. Oh, damn. Mr. Wolfie got a plan for Jeff Frankenstein. Bring it all, beast man. That fool. This We don't need any unnecessary attention. Woodhaven PD is all about discretion. Yeah, you've got everything under control. Cause I'm the wolf cop. Yeah. This looks like I'm running into a wolf all right, before we get into the background and, and uh, you know, our initial thoughts and all the stuff that we normally do, I'll go ahead and throw out the usual information. You can contact us, email us, you know, give us comments, whatever, at allamericanspookshow at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at AA Spook Show, Instagram, Facebook, Slasher, YouTube, TeePublic. You should be able to find us on any of those by searching for All American Spook Show. And, of course, we've got the Linktree link down in the show notes there, which should have links to all those things that I just talked about right there at your fingertips. And, of course, we also have our Patreon, patreon.com slash Show, where every Tuesday we have a new video mini-sode. And the exclusive content there is the Library of the Professor, where Professor Smoke will take a curated selection from his library. Uh, and, you know, what it could be books, movies, whatever. And uh, we'll talk about that for a few minutes. And that, and that can only be seen over at patreon.com slash Show. Um, so if you want to be a part of that, you know, the fun we have there, check that out. And, of course, also every Thursday on YouTube, we have Deadline Horror News. And that's just kind of our news wrap-up of the week, like the big news articles and, ho and horror and some other uh, things that we talk about there. That's every Thursday on YouTube. And, of course, every Monday right here where you get your podcast, every Monday at 6 p.m. East, we have a new episode of the All-American Spook Show Horror Podcast for your listening pleasure. I guess, Donnie, I'll toss to you first. What you know, After watching another Wolf Cop here, what were your initial reactions to it? You know, it, it was to the point where um, they could... They really had a tough act to follow from Wolf Cop to <laughs> another Wolf Cop. Uh, you know, I, after watching the trailer, I was like, oh, okay, this could be glorious, or they could fuck it up. And uh, I don't think they fucked it up. All right, Will, so what were your initial thoughts on it? Uh, I, I agree with what Donnie said. I mean, the, the, the first one, you know, you kind of come in with uh, absolutely no expectations to, to, you know, to be pleasantly surprised. Uh, this one, you know, you, you had a pretty decent movie to, to follow, and it just left me wanting just a little bit more throughout the whole movie. It wasn't bad. I enjoyed it, but it just, I don't know, it just left me waiting for something else. I failed to mention that I believe this was the first time, this was the first time watch for all four of us, right, Smoke? Yeah. Yeah. A few times that's happened, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It, ha yeah, <laughs> it hasn't happened very often, for sure. Yeah. So what'd you think? Uh, my, well, my sentiments pretty much echo Will's and Donnie's. It's, uh, I mean, you, you did have a tough act to follow as far as 
that movie Wolf Cop coming out of left field, and you kind of you know, you see the premise of of it, and you watch the trailer before you ever see the Wolf Cop movie, and you kind of you figure out this yeah, is going to be like either you know hilarious, good homage to the '80s, or it's going to completely suck. And it and it was it did completely suck. It was it kind of you know takes you by surprise. And you're like, wow, this is a pretty damn good movie. And then so the second one, you already know the premise. Pretty much, you know, it's just where, where are they going to take this? And I think they kind of went, maybe maybe they went too high, you know, tried to shoot too high, as a lot of sequels sometimes do. That first movie, you know, you had this cosmos that's sort of centralized. I'm not going to say it was claustrophobic. You know, you had the small town incident stuff going on. This one, they tried to make it a little bit grander, and I won't go into, oh, into the, you know, civics of that until we get into it. So, yeah, just kind of a little bit. A little disappointing compared to the first movie. Yeah, I, I tend to agree a little bit with what everything, you know, all three of you said, uh, myself. Um, th- like like we said, this was the first time I watched it. So, like, my expectations were, for me, I was like, well, this probably won't be quite as good as the first one, but I'm probably going to like it. And I think I was right with that general assessment, you know, of what I knew about it com- coming in. But as far as our star ratings and stuff, we'll save that to the end. But I think you get a kind of general consensus of where we might land on this but we'll see i guess uh we'll go ahead and get into the background information that i pulled like you know i I wasn't able to find a whole lot and honestly some of the information that we're going to have is going to overlap with what we talked about in the first wolf cop because it's pretty much the same generally similar cast and a lot of the same people behind the scene so uh, i'll say right off the bat uh, we'll take a little less of a deep dive as far as the background stuff is concerned because basically you can go back and listen to that episode and a, a lot of the information there is going to be pertinent to what we're talking about here. But I, I love the tagline right out the gate of this movie. Sequels are a disease, meet the cure. And, <laughs> and the poster is just straight up an homage to the, uh, the poster for st- the classic Stallone movie, uh, Cobra. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. And that tagline was the the Cobra tagline was uh, "Crime is a disease, meet the cure." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that awesome, was awesome. Awesome poster, and I saw some other art that was pretty cool too. It, it might have been a, a, either an alternate poster or on one of the Blu-rays or something. Uh, I'm not sure uh, where exactly I saw that one at, but it was actually pretty good uh, poster art on that one too. So, if nothing else, they got their poster art down, um, <laughs> and the credits were cool too. <laughs> but yeah, so. This movie is also known as Wolf Cop 2. So a real intricate uh, difference there. Um, but I think another Wolf Cop works a little better because that's, you know, I guess that's kind of, what would that be an homage to like another 48 hours, right? I guess that's kind of where you're going with that. Yeah. I would assume so just because of all the, you know, the cop references. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it was released September 25th, 2016 at Fantastic Fest as a work in progress. So apparently it, like it wasn't even like, I guess, final print when they showed it at Fantastic Fest that year. But then it played at various festivals and stuff throughout 2017. And then December 1st, 2017, it was released limited uh, in Canada and the U.S. And it must have been extremely limited. Because I I think one number that I saw is that this thing only made about, I guess this is one of those estimates, it only made about $7,200 in the box office. So this must have only played at like a couple screens either just in Canada or maybe a couple here in the U.S., so it didn't make much. But these type of movies, and I'm sure it's a lot like the first one, you know, they're going to make more money on, you know, video on demand, Blu-ray, DVD sales, and everything like that anyway. So they're probably not wholly, obviously, uh, reliant on that to make their money back or even break even. Um, and I watched an interview with with the, uh, with the director, and, and he was saying, like, 
you know, people come up to him all the time telling him how much they love the first Wolf Cop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they ask him, is there ever going to be a second one? And this was after the second one had been out for like months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we we made another one. It's out. You can watch it now. Really? <laughs> <laughs> like I think, like I didn't watch Wolf Cop for the first time uh, until a few, uh, you know, a couple years ago. And I remember around that time, or you know, I watched it and it said, "Oh, Wolf Wolf Cop will return," or whatever it said at the end of the first one. And I was like, "Oh, that's cool. Let me see what the process, you know, what the progress is on that." And uh, yeah, it, it another Wolf Cop had already come out at that point. So like, I had heard nothing about it, you know. I knew, I remember seeing stuff about Wolf Cop because everybody was talking about how it's this over-the-top werewolf cop movie. So, like, you know, this is one of those grindhouse, you know, th- retro type of movies that you just have to see, you know. So I'd heard the buzz on Wolf Cop back then, but I didn't, I had not heard anything about this until I watched the first one, went back and looked, and, oh, yeah, this does exist. So, yeah, I could see where maybe they had a little bit of an issue there, as far as spreading the word that this thing even is a thing, you know? So yeah, it played in various festivals and then December 1st, 2017, it finally comes out. And then it got a video release July 3rd, 2018. And it was made by the, the, the Coop company, C-O-U-P. I guess that's Coop or Coo company. However, they, you know, I don't know if the P is silent or not, but the Coop company, we'll go with that. And Vortex Pictures. Um, over on IMDb, it has an even 5.0 stars out of 10. Pretty much exactly 50% there. Rotten Tomatoes, it got on the tomato meter, and I believe it was like 17 reviews on there, so it wasn't just a few guys. It had a 65%, and the audience score there it had a 66%, so that's that's definitely not bad. We've had way lower scores on a lot of the movies we've done in the past over on Rotten Tomatoes, so that, I think that's pretty good. And like we said, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go deep into some of the people behind the scenes here because we've already kind of taken that dive, but this one was written and directed once again by Lowell Dean, who, you know, worked on the first one, or did the first one. So this is, you know, his creation, his baby. Uh, it again, stars Leo Fafard as Lugaru slash Wolf Cop. He's back. Amy Matassio, or Matissio, as, as Tina, she's back, you know, reprising the role. Now, in this movie, she is a, uh, well, wait, but before I continue, I should say, and we need to get better about doing this, we are a spoiler-filled podcast, so everything we say from this point forward might spoil the movie, so just so you know, you know, we're not, we're not trying to give it away. If you haven't watched it yet, go, you know, pause this, go check the movie out, and then come back and listen to this, you know, and, and have, have a good time with us, you know, talking about it and breaking it down. That way you'll understand what the hell's going on, and we're not Spoiling it for you if you haven't watched it. Um, but Tina, Amy Matissio, she comes back in this movie, and now she's like the uh, chief of police, right? Like, she's running the show there, and I don't forgot the name of the town. What is it again? Something Woodhaven. Like Woodhaven, Woodhaven. Now she's the chief of Woodhaven there. I was I was glad to see this. Jonathan Cherry came back as Willie Higgins. Uh, <laughs> and I was wondering about that, too, because remember in the first one, once again, spoiler alert, it turns out he was a shapeshifter, shape-shifter right? Yeah. And that, like. Now, they explain that in a different way in this movie. You know, they kind of explain how he's back and everything. But in that movie, you're like, well, shit, he was a shapeshifter, and now he's dead, you know. So I didn't ex- really necessarily expect him to come back for this, but I'm glad he was because they got the perfect dude to play that part. That's all I can say. Those are your main cast members that returned from the first one, if I'm, if I'm not forgetting somebody. But in this one, you also introduce Yannick Bisson as Swallows. He is the... <laughs> Which is a perfect name for uh, for a villain in a movie, right? Like the dude you're yeah, supposed to hate. <laughs> Swallows. <Yeah. laughs> 
he has, let's see, 84 acting credits on IMDb that date literally all the way back to a TV movie in 1984 called Hockey Night. He is best known, you know, as far as on IMDb, he's best known for his roles in Murdoch Mysteries. It looks like it's a, it was a television, television series that ran for a while. I'm, this might be Canadian. I'm not, I mean, because he's from Canada, so he, you know, he must be like a well-known face up in, in uh, Canadian television and film. Um, because this show ran for a long time, from like 08 to current, really, it looks like. Uh, he is—he was in a movie called Anything for Jackson, uh, Year by the Sea, and Casino Jack. Um, a number of other, like I said, 84 credits. I mean, he's been in tons of other things, but a lot of them look like, you know, stuff, uh, like, I guess, from Canadian television. So I don't know yeah. a lot of these titles. Uh, anything for Jackson. We actually uh, covered that in the uh, Fangoria Chainsaw Awards when we had when we did that live stream. Oh, that was one that was yeah nominated. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I didn't even remember uh, talking about it, but there we go. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. We got uh, another one introduced in this one is uh, the role of Cat, played by Serena Miller. Um, she plays the part of uh, uh, Willie's sister. And, uh, you know, we'll get into her role here in just a bit when we start breaking down the movie. Uh, she has 18 acting credits on IMDb that go back to 2003. She was in a, looks like a, uh, I guess it's a music video for Abomination, the, the Evil Maker 2, whatever the shit that is. And then she was in a video called The Seekers. She's best known for a film called Separation Anxiety. Uh, another one called Morning Has Broken. Uh... I guess this one's pronounced Ecdysis and Dead Men Play No Blues. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I've, I haven't heard of any of those, and, you know, she was fine in this movie. Uh, although it's a, it's a, it's an important role, but a fairly small role. You know, you don't, she doesn't really show up in the movie until about halfway through it, right? The role of number two, that's literally how she's uh, credited here. <laughs> number two, she was like a swallow sidekick. Chris Blackwell, that's who the actress was. She's literally only known for this and lingerie fighting championships 20 <laughs> amid like some... 19 other ones before <laughs> and probably plenty after but <laughs> lingerie fighting championships 20 a midsummer night's dream and that was back in uh 2015 and she's like front and center on the uh, poster too there's like four or five other ladies on there but she's right there front and center that's her so that that looks like that's pretty much all she's ever done i mean cuz that's like a self-credited type thing. I guess that's like a, a literally a fighting, like lingerie fighting. I guess is you know it's not it's not just a put on like it's straight up fighting. And of course the role of Frank is played by Alden Adair. He has 36 acting credits on IMDb that date back to 2005, and that was an uncredited role in Tideland. And then he's been in a number of other uh, TV miniseries and and movies and stuff throughout the years. He's known for uh, let's see this this series called Working Moms. Once again, I think this is like Canadian television. Yeah, like it looks like he's yeah, he 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 was born and raised in Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada. So, yeah, this is another one of those like like we said during, you know, in the making of the first movie. I think they pretty much kept this like in that same general area right of Saskatchewan up in Canada where they made this and a lot of the actors and stuff are from that. So, he looks like another one of those guys that, you know, from that circuit. He is best known for that like the series Working Moms. Then there's another movie called Maps to the Stars, another series called Cardinal, and 
that series on, I guess it's on Amazon Prime now. I think it used to be on Sci-Fi called The Expanse. He's had a role in that too back in 2017. That's pretty much it as far as the main cast is concerned, except for bringing up the fact that Kevin Smith, uh, you know, the, the famous director, I, I guess you could call him actor too, right? Because he's been in pretty much all of his own movies and a handful of others, but... He has an uncredited role in this movie as Mayor Bubba. Did uh, any of you guys know that he was in this before we sit down and watch it? No, I didn't. Even. I did from uh, the research from the first movie. Oh, you remember seeing like that he was in oh, this? Yeah. Well, I had watched this, uh, oh, it must have been like a 30-minute in a podcast interview uh, where um, he was talking about how the fact that uh, Kevin Smith got uh, put into the movie was uh, apparently he just happened to be like in the general area. And I guess I believe it, I believe he said it was like the casting director or a producer or somebody just happened to be around him, and they still hadn't found anybody for the mayor quite yet. And I think it was like two days before um, they were supposed to record the scenes. Whoever you know talked to Kevin Smith uh, comes back to the director and is just like, "Hey, uh, we haven't found anybody for this person. I got, I got somebody, just so you know, Smith." So, and he's only got I think it was like. 24, 36 hours to do what he needs to do. <laughs> well, yeah, now, now I didn't know he was in it before watching it, but afterwards I did see that I think the reason he was in the area is because he was scouting locations for moose jaws. Which I don't know. I don't think that ever got made, right? Or did it? I, don't and think I just it missed not. it. I don't know. I, mean, there's, I don't think so. Was that, I, was that part of his whole uh, thing? What was that little trilogy of weird movies that was going to come out like Tusk and, and uh, the one that he did make, the second one? Yeah, uh, Yoga Hosers. Yeah, Yoga Hosers. I think that was maybe supposed to be the third part of some sort of whatever that trilogy is. Canadian <laughs> trilogy not, or not something? Necessarily, but yeah. <laughs> I think so. I could be wrong. I think yeah, that's what yeah. That was supposed yeah, I'm looking at his director credits. Like, I don't see it, so it must have been something that, you know, they haven't made yet or it just got, you know, yeah. tossed out. But, uh, I mean, honestly, you know, like, if you're listening to this, you've probably, you probably know a lot of the work of Kevin Smith. I mean, he's... Uh, although he hasn't done like really much horror, I mean he has ducked, his, you know, dipped his toes in there with Tusk and, and uh, what Red State and a few others, right? But uh, for the most part, I mean he's known as like a comedy guy. But he made Clerks, you know, that was the one that put him on the map. His first movie, uh, you know, that made him famous, right? And then he made Chasing Amy and Clerks Two and Dogma and Mallrats and you know a handful of other cult favorites and stuff throughout the years. So uh, Don, and Josh's uh, favorite movie, Jersey Boy. No, it was Jersey Girl. Get it right. Girl. I love it. Okay. My <laughs> it's my favorite movie, all right? <laughs> no, it is not. As a matter of fact, I, honestly, I swear to God, I've never seen it. Like, that one didn't appeal to me at all. Like, you know, even though it was Kevin Smith, I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm not. <laughs> not my cup of tea. So, yeah, I mean, as far as the cast and stuff is concerned, I mean, that, that's pretty much all I had. And like I said, you know, you can refer to uh, when we did episode 63, you know, for a little bit more background information on some of those folks and, you know, the people behind the scenes and everything, because it's very similar, you know, the pretty much the same crew. Did you guys have anything else you wanted to point out before we got into the movie itself? No, well, one thing that I should have mentioned this before, actually, I should have messaged y'all to make sure, did y'all stick around <laughs> for the after credit? Yeah, well, it was like a mid like a mid, a mid credit scene. I saw yeah. that. Mid-roll, yeah, okay. <laughs> at the very end, there was something, but it was just like an audio drop, like at the very end. Yeah. Like, hey, it's the oh, fucking yeah. wolf cop or something like that. You know, like, yep. yeah, we'll, we'll get into that once we, you know, get into the uh, movie yeah. itself because it uh, it's a direct reference, if y'all didn't yeah. catch it, a direct reference to the first movie. 
Yum, yum. It's time for a tasty and refreshing snack. We promise to satisfy your hunger, your thirst, your sweet tooth. So visit our refreshment center now. Let's go. For you, the listeners of the All-American Spook Show podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out the service. Like we've always said before, you know, you, you sign up for this trial, helps us out, helps you out, because they give you a credit. You can take that credit and get a free audiobook with it. And then they, even if you decide, like, this isn't for me, I'm going to cancel it, you get to keep that free audiobook. So, you know, scratch our back, it scratches yours. So there you go. And if... Uh, there was anything that might interest you you know you can go in there and type it in and you'll find something that has something to do with it like we've proven this time and time again when we do these this time we just went in and typed in werewolf cop just to see what would pop up and damn if a handful of things didn't pop up right out the gate werewolf cop by andrew clavin uh that one's a little over 10 hours long and it's just straight up like it looks like a dude walking down the street like in london or something and up at the top there's a there's a damn wolf so <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like the Wolfman werewolf. I'm guessing this is like, you know, the, it looks like a damn wolf kind of werewolf. Let's see. Another Kingdom by Andrew Clavin. And this is Another Kingdom book one. So that's the same, yeah, it's the same author. So I don't know if it's tied into that that one necessarily. but Or maybe it just brings that guy up for some reason. Because a lot of these I'm seeing here, this guy's stuff. So I don't know what the, maybe he's got the market corner on werewolf cop stuff. I don't know. But... <laughs> but <laughs> That that one is uh, just a little over ten hours as well, and there's there's a handful of others by this guy. So maybe he's the maybe Andrew Clavin is the guy you need to look up for werewolf cop related things on Audible. But um, if any of that sounds like it might be of interest to you, you can uh, go to download your free audiobook today by going to audibletrial.com/spookshow. Again, that's audibletrial.com/spookshow for your free audiobook. So I, I guess uh, with that out of the way, well, we can go ahead and get into the movie itself. Now it. It pretty much starts out kind of balls to the wall, right? Like they don't they don't waste a lot of time. Like you see, <laughs> almost literally and figuratively, right? You see this guy swallows. You're introduced to him right out the gate because he's filming like a commercial for this stuff called chicken milk stout, which sounds oh. fucking disgusting. <laughs> and, I, and I'm assuming that's the point, right? Like you know, it's just it's uh. something that's gonna gross you out. But man, that sounds fucking terrible. As you turn out, there is something more to it, right? Like, it's not just some weird flavored drink. Like, there's there's more to the story here. But, yeah, that's that's pretty bad. And so you... More disgusting than the title suggests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So then you see Wolf Cop chasing some guys. Like, they've, they've done something, and he's chasing them down the street. Like, they've robbed robbed a place. I don't know what the hell they've done, but he's chasing them down the street. And... And he eventually, like, uh, he wrecks his car or something, right? And then he jumps on top of their little van. And, like, he, he gets his way in there and then, like, pulls one dude's, like, head straight off his body. And, like, <laughs> uh, I think he pulls, two like, one guy's, like, legs off of his body. Like, he just tears these guys all to pieces. Pull out, pull out one of his eyeballs with his teeth. Yeah, yeah possibly. I, I don't remember all the carnage. Like, he just fucked these guys up. There's, like, three or four dudes in the in – because the, I think the guy that was driving the truck, he, like, stuck his fist. Like right through the middle of his body, and then started driving the truck. Yeah. With <laughs> and then he punched him in the head. He punched him in the face. Yeah. After he after he smashed his hand through his rib cage, he punched the guy in the face. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> By the way, when the, when the van wrecked, uh, arm full, so wouldn't he have lost his arm? Yeah, you're overthinking it. What? <laughs> this is Wolf Cop, motherfucker. We don't have to think about nothing. 
Um, so now uh, t you're uh, reintroduced to Tina, who, like I said earlier, she's now the like chief of police, and uh, she's there with two new cops, and they find they run up on this and find this mess that Wolf Cop has left, and she's pissed about it. So she goes and finds him. He literally has like a like a room in the animal shelter now. <laughs> <laughs> and she kind of dresses him down for like doing this like you know what the hell like you know there's proper procedure and you shouldn't be out doing this and blah 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 and then she turns on and put some damn pants on and he's standing there naked you know from like the waist down and his wolf dork is hanging out <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know if y'all noticed like right before that scene hmm. he had like a stocking like a, yeah, you know, like like a, a christmas ball. stocking down there yeah <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I didn't notice. So that's how oh, you that's another thing looking, that you yeah. mentioned about this movie before we go into it is we're doing the Summer of the Wolf and this is the last of the Summer of the Wolf. And I didn't realize this was gonna be somewhat of a Christmas horror movie. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah. During, and at it least a good, good portion of the movie does. Yeah. I, I I noticed that at the beginning and then it just kinda went away. Like it seemed like yeah. it was gonna yeah. be kinda part of the theme of this movie, but then it just kinda disappeared. Like because yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was wasn't there the twisted sister version of a uh, one yeah. Of the Christmas songs. yeah, because right when you see that, that's the next thing. Like right after you see his wolf dork, that's when you see the title, Another Wolf Cop. And then as like the credits and they show the town and the wacky people in this town and shit, you hear Oh Come All You Faithful by Twisted Sister playing in the background. See, like, like I said, it seemed like they were, all right, there's going to be a little bit of a Christmas thing going on here. And then it just kind of just went away after that. Like, <laughs> we're going to establish the time of year and then never mention it again. <laughs> yeah, well, see, because at first I thought some people were wearing some Christmas-related things. I'm like, oh, okay, it's just maybe, you know, one day out of this movie is just happened to be Christmas. But then, yeah, then it goes into the Twisted Sister song that, oh, the whole thing's going to be set at Christmas yeah. time. And that, like, then after that, just drop it all together. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they had something there and they just said, fuck it, and just kept going, or, you know, they just yeah. wanted to set the scene and it just happened to be Christmas time. Who, who knows, whatever. But they definitely didn't follow up with it storyline-wise. Um, but right after this, you're introduced to Mayor Bubba, which is, you know, the Kevin Smith part. So there's a little goofy scene with him and Tina, you know, like arguing back and forth. So it's basically just a excuse to kind of get him on screen for a few minutes. And it basically also it establishes the fact that he's kind of in on this thing with this guy Swallows, right? Like the whole premise is there, this guy is a billionaire or something and he's come to town <laughs> and he has opened up a brewery slash hockey arena, right? <laughs> An odd combination. And... It's it's all there for like to make the town better. Like, you know, he's bringing big business into the town. So of course this guy, this mayor Bubba, he's all about it, right? So then there's a, a there's a he gets like a like that the, the guys that he stopped at the beginning of the movie, uh, Lou, the, the, there was like a big present or something in there, right? Like this is what he got out of that truck. It was like this big crate box that looks like mm -hmm. a Christmas present, and he got he's got it back in his little shelter lair whatever the hell you know wherever uh wolf cop lives and he opens it up and it's like full of goo or goop or something right and it turns out willie's inside of it where what like none of this made any sense as i'm sitting there watching like what the fuck you know like it seems like there's there's some story there of like <laughs> that should have led up to this a little more than just like <laughs> well he uh these guys were stealing this box he took it back from them and then it just so happens that willie's inside this thing there you go yeah <laughs> That that's, that sums it up. All right, uh, next week we're going to be watching. <laughs> um, yeah, what we don't well, know I'm is guessing. the original uh, the original cut of this movie came in at like three hours or something. So that not. Yeah, right. I doubt that. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing with this one. I mean, uh, 
you know, they abducted abducted him in the first one, you know, stole his uh his identity. Yeah. Uh and then started experimenting on him. Yeah. You, you eventually I, guess put, the, I guess that's the premise. It's, you put those pieces together eventually, but I mean like what I mean is he's chasing these guys to get the box, right? Is that what he's doing? Yeah. So that means he knew that, okay, that my, then my next question is, does he know that Willie's in that box? Or, no, I think so. Or he just so happens, yeah, so he just so happened to yeah. take this box from them, open it up, and hey, what do you know, Willie's in there. Once again, I, you know, like we often say in these type of movies, we're overthinking it, but it's just, <laughs> that one's just like, huh, did I miss a scene? Like, did I accidentally hit, skip a scene on the remote here as I was watching it? Like, I, I, I just, it's like there was something missing, but. Uh, regardless, so the explanation is, like you said, he would he had been nabbed and probed by those shapeshifters from the first movie, right? And then as it turns out, you know, you, you start picking up the pieces through a couple scenes here that this Dark Star, that the name of this thing that Swallows has brought to town is called Dark Star. And uh, it's a brewery and everything, and it's a cover for these, I guess, these, are, they, are they still shapeshifters, or is this some type of other aliens that they're dealing with here? I'm guessing it's the same group of... No, no, it's Creatures. the same group because uh, what, what they said uh, later in the movie of uh, they aren't for some reason they aren't able to reproduce uh, on Earth like so with they each have other. To so they, out how to, okay. they found a way to reproduce them inside of. Uh, uh, yeah, they did say that. Yeah. Okay, so these are the same group or whatever that he's dealing with from the first movie. Yeah. Um. So then they build. Now, what the hell did they build here? Was this another alien or was this a robot? What the hell was this? This. This thing with the trench coat and the goggles and everything. That was a mole man. A mole man? I <laughs> know yeah. oh, you're that's a bridge too far. I can't do it. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. So th they build this thing, genetically engineer this thing, whatever the hell this doomsday guy is, and he goes to a strip club. And he goes to the strip club and just sits there and he's watching the show. And then he just goes off and starts killing people. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this was the test run of this. I don't know what the fuck this was. Uh, literally, as this is playing out, right, this this thing has killed these people in this strip club. Willie <laughs> has now started, like, fucking farting and puking and <laughs> diarrheaing and everything. And then an alien busts out of his stomach. And... He, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he calls it Bad Willie. <laughs> One of my favorite. What, 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 that's what I call mine. <laughs> he was saying on that. He's like, "You are not gonna die from a shit." <laughs> you give that shit what for, Willie? He's sitting there on the toilet, like like dropping it, and then he like looks up at the uh, wall, and there's like a, uh, a you know like a um, uh, naked woman poster, and he like yeah. puts his hand up to like cover her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is some silly over-the-top stuff, you know, in this whole scene. But, like, this thing comes out of his stomach. But then but then he's, like, then he immediately basically, he's trying to hide it, but then he goes back out and shows it to Tina. And he's like, this ain't the way I thought this would play out. <laughs> oh, man. And, and pulls out Bad Willie. She's rather accepting. I guess, you know, she lives in this crazy werewolf world, right? So, fuck it, you know, this stuff shows up. But I can believe it, right? And the shapeshifters and all this. Because so, she's pretty accepting of this right away. Um, and I will say, just like the first movie, like this this dude, anytime he's in a scene, he's still in it. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, he's he's perfect for this role that they ha they have for him in these movies, uh, which is why I was so happy to see him back for this one for sure. And and it and they definitely even expanded the role even more, you know, within this one. 
a little bit more character development with Bad Willie and everything. Um, so that that whatever that is, robot, alien, man, whatever at the strip club, uh, the uh, the two new cops show up, Scott and Daisy, and he kills Scott. Um, so that's one cop down. Uh, Tina and Wolf Cop show up to fight this whatever the hell it is, and <laughs> Tina. It's basically beating the shit out of Wolf Cop. And then Tina just throws a Molotov cocktail on it. And, uh, you know, that 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 defeats it. And so Lou is beat up pretty bad. So Willie takes him to his sister, Cat. In this whole scene, she heals him up with a little bit of moon rock. Or crack rock. <laughs> or the biggest, one, moon crack rock? the biggest one you've ever seen. This <laughs> this crack rock the size of a human head, but it's it's a piece of the moon is what she says it is right. And like she takes a little piece off of it and like that, I can't remember does he snort it right there. I mean I know he eventually does, but right there in that scene I don't remember how she gave it to him. But regardless, like they basically basically it's like cocaine yeah. right for <laughs> the moon dust is like cocaine for fucking werewolves apparently. The more you know. Yeah. Well, you find out a little bit more here in this next scene because Cat. Willie's sister, she's immediately attracted to Lou, you know, because he's a wolf cop and everything. And then she just goes in and turns into a werecat with six titties. <laughs> and you know, we were having this conversation about, I forget which movie, it might have been Wolf Cop, the first movie, but didn't you say something about, you know, you don't see too many werewolf movies with sexing. Yeah. Well, and now, like, every movie we watch is a werewolf movie with sex. Yeah, well, we, you know, that's what the Summer of the Wolf was here. You know, that's what it was designed to do, was to educate. <laughs> right. Uh, well, man, you know, somebody that's all about watching uh, werewolf movies can be like, huh, these guys are amateurs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to listen to that wolf copy. <laughs> you don't often see sex in a werewolf movie. Boy, were we wrong. That's egg on our face. Because <laughs> I think pretty much every movie since then, has had at least one scene. I, I don't know what which one was the best, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, we're going to be having an award show in October. Um, maybe one of the categories could be best werewolf sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In yeah. all these movies. Maybe that needs to be a category because, holy shit. Uh, so anyways, yeah, so this is what happens. Like, Willie's sister cat, she turns into a werecat. And then, like, but he's not Wolf Cop, right? He's Lou. So now it's like the role reversal from the first movie. Remember where uh, he has sex with the, uh, as Wolf Cop, with the, uh, the the Little Red Riding Hood chick, right? This time, it's him as normal Lou having sex with a werecat. <laughs> and it's a five-minute long fucking fiesta. Just, just like the last one was. Like, they don't just... They don't just act like, well, we're about to have sex and then cut away and move on, right? And then it comes back and them smoking cigarettes. No, like, you see this. Go down for a few minutes here. <laughs> and him literally go down on a werecat. Oh, God. Fucking nasty. And they didn't, they didn't have him change, so, I mean, would that be considered bestiality? Yeah. I mm. guess, you know. Different strokes for different folks, I guess. Yeah, I guess um, the uh, rating system in uh, Canada is a little different. <laughs> that was that. Uh, that was a bit more of a pun there. You said, uh, no. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> intended. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> after this, you know, the next scene is Tina and Daisy 
or I guess it's kind of at the same time that's going on, you know, in the next town over or whatever. Or they go back to Regina, right? Like they make like kind of a thing about it. Like I can't believe we went back to Regina. So like, is there some kind of like subplot here where Woodhaven and Regina don't like each other or something going on? I think. Um, but they make it a point that like that's where they're at. So meanwhile, back at Woodhaven, Tina and Daisy go to investigate Darkstar, and they're they're sneaking around in there, and they basically somewhat witness swallows killing mayor bubba with the alien like feeds him the uh or makes him drink the the chicken milk stout and then turns on like this little audio device and it makes the alien bust out of him and he dies or at least passes out whatever like whatever conclusion you come to there but you assume yes he's dead so that's why that this is what they got kevin smith in for was <laughs> this this few minute scene at the beginning where like you establish that he's the mayor and then this scene where he gets killed by the alien um, but I'm sure they had a lot of fun doing it, so yeah, I'm sure he wasn't complaining. They, so right after this, like they, one of them grabs a hold of Daisy, so now she's been kidnapped. Back at the, <laughs> back at the old Werecat sex scene, like this is, this has already happened. Now, meanwhile, while this is going on, like Willie's out there having like rolling around with Bad Willie, right? <laughs> the little alien that's coming out of him, <laughs> and. <laughs> The damn thing gets loose from him, and he's, he's chasing it around, and it attacks him, and it eventually grabs a hold of Lou, and then Cat takes the pistol and shoots it dead. So then they kind of get back. They come back to Woodhaven, or uh, uh, Willie and Lou come back to Woodhaven, and they get back up with Tina, and they're they're going to go crash Darkstar, you know, and, and end this, I guess. So they go to a – this is like the debut hockey game of these of this – this team they set up dark stars basically everybody there is drinking the chicken milk stout and then the, over the pa system they play the little audio thing and now these aliens start hatching out of everybody you know everybody in the stands like these things are popping out bad willies everywhere <laughs> and <laughs> now this is the one thing the dude up in the in the booth playing the music he's like the the guy that um is the announcer or something they kind of play it like is this a guy that we should know they call him Organo or something like that, right? As you mentioned that, it is a guy that we, well, we wouldn't have known this before, and I didn't know it unless I did research on it. But okay. Yeah, that guy's name, he's a, he did the soundtrack. He did one one song on the first Wolf Cop soundtrack and one song on this soundtrack. What was his name? Gowan, G-O-W-A-N. He was the, is the name he goes by. Okay. I know in the first Wolf Cop movie, he did the Moonlight, I think it's called Moonlight Desire, the one that, the very 80s sounding song in that movie. And then in this movie, you did the main, so, I forget the name of the song. So it's like, in it. if we were from Canada, is this a guy that we would know, or is it just... <laughs> yeah, that part I don't know. I don't know how, how popular this guy is in Canada. I don't know if he's from, I mean, he looks he looks fairly older, so I mean, I don't know if it's him. maybe he played some music in the 80s. It just, it, it just played to me like this guy looked like, you know, he says who he is or whatever, and he looks to the camera. It's kind of like a wink at the camera kind of thing. Like, it, they played it like, well, we should know who this guy is. Oh my God, they got... They got the fucking Canadian equivalent of Paul McCartney in this movie, like, and I just didn't know it. Like, I, I, I'm just curious, but but yeah, yeah. I don't know how popular it is. I didn't check that out to see if he was like if he's a big known name in Canada or something. <laughs> but Willie bust in and uh, basically like, you uh, you're a fucking he calls him a fucking weirdo or something, and why don't you have any pants on? And <laughs> and then he shoots the guy dead, and he takes over the PA system, you know, kills the music or whatever. And he puts in a, a tape. I think it says like Electric Lou Guru or something like that on it, right? Isn't that what it said? It, was on, it says something like that on the tape. Electric yeah, yeah. Wolf Cop, something like that. And he plays it, and it's like another 
a wolf cop cut, you know, that's playing as wolf cop is down on the ice playing goalie. He gets in a fight with the Dark Stars. That that's the hockey team. Now the hockey team is basically, I'm assuming, made up of these fucking robot, alien, weird, genetic beast or whatever the hell, right? That we saw the first one that they took down in the in the strip club. Um, I guess so. Then they, then they start getting killed like normal people. It's like these, yeah, these supposed nation so, things are like. They don't have, they aren't any better than regular people because they die just like a regular person. <laughs> yeah, because like he sticks like a hockey stick through two of them and skewers them, you know, pushes them together, <laughs> yeah. and uh, eventually he gets a hold of a of a scythe and starts like <laughs> that. That's pretty good too, right? Like because he's laying these things down one at a time. Then there's a little standoff with swallows, and and because he's got Daisy hostage, so he takes off and runs with Daisy, right? So Tina kind of goes off after him, but meanwhile, Wolf Cop is fighting these Dark Stars. He goes, <laughs> Willie goes over and like takes the moon rock and like cracks it into dust or whatever. Then Wolf Cop comes and snorts a bunch of the moon dust off of the off of the scythe, and then he takes it and just starts laying <laughs> laying these things to waste. Then number two, uh, rail of that stuff all the way across the scythe, right from one end of the blade to the other. Yeah, <laughs> and just snorts it and goes into like a a, yeah. a, a moon rock killing spree. Number two shows up, and she's got, I don't know what the hell she drives. She drives him with a damn tank or something like, or it's got like tank tread on it with a, with like a 50 cal on top of it, and she shoots him. Yeah, that's one for, hell of a Zamboni. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. For, for later purpose, let's just call that the tank Zamboni. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For posterity's sake, sake, that's what we'll call it. <laughs> tank Zamboni. But it's got like a like I said a fifty cal on it. And she lays him down with it. Then Cat, as as you know, she's full on wear Cat now. She comes in and saves the day. Like she uh, pulls number two out of there and throws her across the ice, and uh, she stops the tank. Tina goes and uh, saves Daisy, but like Swallow still gets away. Basically, he's like, if you shoot me dead, I'm gonna hit the trigger here, and I got a bunch of explosives in here, and the place is going up. Or you can you know let me go and uh, go go save your friends you know wolf cop and all the rest so tina just lays her you know basically uh you know lays her weapon down so to speak and she, but she manages to save daisy but swallows gets away tina and daisy come back into the uh arena and they see all these corpses and everything laying around and like <laughs> daisy says the horror and then tina says the paperwork <laughs> And then, and then it cuts over to like Wolf Cop and Cat and all the Rhett and Willie standing around, and they're just laughing. <laughs> they're all sitting around like drinking a beer and just laughing. And they're like, "This place is about to blow up. Let's get the fuck out of here!" So they all run out of the building. The building explodes. Then Tina pulls out some beers. They all drink a beer as the <laughs> the place is going up in flames. Then they basically just get in their cars and drive away. And that's that's the credits. That's the end. But then a couple minutes in, there's a cut scene where there's a guy that's getting out of the hospital and his, his face is all fucked up. And he's like, uh, something along the effects of, well, now, now, that I'm, uh, now that I'm all healed up and I'm free to live my life, you know, this is, I'm going to make the best of things. And then a, a car hits him and just, you know, obliterates him. And you see his face, like, uh, I guess, fly off his body or whatever the hell and, like, hits the front windshield. And I'm assuming that that was Wolf Cop hitting him with the Wolf Car, right? I believe it was. Or it just could have been just anyone else, but I think it was Wolf Cop that hit him. Um, but then the words "Wolf Cop will return" come on the screen, and then the rest of the credits. So, were we supposed to know that guy? Yeah. Now that was a reference to the first movie. Remember when he ripped that guy's face off, and then the guy ran over to the car and was <laughs> was screaming at Willie. Wait, that was that was the skull guy. Yeah, that was the guy that 
Wow. The wolf cop ripped his face off and then ran over to the car and Willie's like, holy shit, you ain't got a face. And he's like, ah, you know, like <laughs> that's the guy. Like he goes and he gets like facial surgery or whatever the hell. And he's getting out of the hospital and the wolf cop hits him again. So, <laughs> okay. Well, that, I counted him dead. So we got to go back and do another kill. Count. Yeah. We have to adjust the kill count. <laughs> I think I told you then like, well, he got his face ripped off. It didn't mean he's dead, but either way. So there you go. That's another wolf cop. So, uh, Donnie, I guess we'll start with you. What was your, uh, what would you, what's your star rating on this one? Uh, star rating, man. You know, I uh, I struggled with uh, um, I struggled with this one uh, for a well, couple of reasons. Well, uh, wait a minute, wait. I'm sorry. Before you continue, should I say what we gave the first one, just as a comparison yeah. sake kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's fantastic. All right. So for the first one, Donnie, you gave it three and a quarter stars. Will, you gave it three and a half stars. Smoke, you and I both gave it three stars. So with that in mind, go ahead and continue. Yeah, um, you know, as far as like, I kind of struggled with this one a little bit because I wanted to, well, as far as what I liked about it, uh, you know, on brand, just raw uh, humor. It's ridiculously funny in spots. And, uh, you know, when I laughed, I belly laughed, man. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I did enjoy the characters. You know, uh, there's tons of gore, but you know some of the well, the villains were kind of like similar to like a MST three uh, MST three K skit. Almost kind of too campy. You know, when it hits, it hits, but when it misses, it misses bad. Mm. Um, it does kind of lag in spots. It it doesn't capture the unpre- unpredictability of the uh, you know of the first the first one. Um, but that's that's ultimately why I, I gave it a two and three quarters. Fair enough. Uh, Will, what do you say? Uh, just kind of going back on you know what I initially said, like how it just it, it left me wanting more. There were definitely good spots. I think they were a victim of their first success. I think I'm probably going to go two and a half on this one. Professor? Yeah, it, it sort of uh again <laughs> echoing the same sentiments there, but uh, it I do like that they expanded Willie's role in the movie. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. They gave him characterization in this one more screen time that was cool and there was some some things that really work and some that maybe don't i mean he had the little cool little cameos from uh from uh kevin smith and uh i think they just went a little bit too broad <laughs> with the scope of the whole alien thing and whatever that was you know i mean granted if they had kept it the way they did before then it would just be you know covered in the same ground if they didn't do something a little bit different so but it didn't hit me like the first movie did. Now, although I still enjoyed it, I think I gave the first movie three stars, and this one, I'm gonna go with two and a half on it. So it's a little bit. I'd like it a little bit less. I still enjoyed it, and uh, I'd watch it again, you know, down the road a little bit. But uh, two and a half. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go the same as you guys. I think I'm gonna go two and a half. I, I, I didn't like this one quite as much as the first one, but there's still a lot to enjoy here. You know, if you've seen the first one, you you know you you know kind of what to expect coming into this one uh but i just don't think it captures the same spirit as the first one and like i think you said it smoked like you know it kind of that first one's kind of in a it feels like it's more in a bubble and they they tried to expand that a little bit in this one and it just felt a little flat you know as far as uh the storytelling goes not that this kind of movie i mean you're not going into it expecting you know fucking citizen kane or anything right you know storyline wise right um and I guess there's only something like this. You almost feel like you have to top it as far as like 
the dick jokes and the grossness and stuff like that, right? Like these types of movies. So that just kind of the way it becomes, you know, and why sequels just aren't as good with this type of movie, you know, just historically speaking. Um, but, you know, like you said, I mean, I would watch it again. Maybe not right away, but at some point I'd pull it back out and watch it again. I enjoyed it enough, but just didn't hit all the same notes as the first one. So uh, yeah. I think we all kind of agree across the board. You know, it's good, but just not as good as the first one. So there you have it. That's another Wolf Cop. And too, like, where are they going to go with the third one now? <laughs> so. Now, I heard, now you- it seems like I saw something in passing in some of my, you know, looking up the notes and stuff on this. Uh, not only do they expect to make a third one, he's expecting to make a fourth one. So, you <laughs> You know, I guess if it's up to Lowell Dean, there's two more of these coming at us at some point or another. So, and honestly, I'm I'm up for it. You know, no no question. I'm, I've enjoyed these enough to keep going. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Just hopefully, he'll uh, be able to hone it back in towards that first movie without. You know, hopefully, it won't be any worse than the second movie. Or, yeah. You know, and yeah. the way that and the way they basically let the main villain swallows. <laughs> I'm sorry. Every, every time it's mentioned. <laughs> But the the way they let basically let that dude just run away, right? Like they're completely setting yeah. it up. Like, yeah, well, you're gonna see him again. So there's more to the story. Obviously, we'll see where it goes, and hopefully, we'll get to see that sooner or later. But before we leave, you know, the summer of the wolf behind, and before we leave another wolf cop behind, we've got a few more notes on this one, Donnie. That's gonna lead me to your segment. Connections from the crates. <laughs> Go for yeah, it. Uh, yeah. yeah, man. All right. Yeah. So uh, I don't think it's really any uh, uh, surprise that um, uh, there's not really any other episodes that uh, tie in from uh, from another Wolf Cop to any of our previous episodes, other than uh, you know the original episode sixty three Wolf Cop. Overall. Uh, from what we track, we you know we typically track uh, writers, directors, uh, producer, uh, special effects, makeup uh, departments. There were uh, let's see, uh, Lowell Dean, uh, same director, uh, writer, director, uh, six producers, same uh, producers, and uh, uh, a couple of uh, special effects guys. Um, that's pretty much it. With well, a, a movie like or movies like this, Wolf Cop and this one it makes sense that there's probably not a whole hell of a lot of other connections simply because this is kind of a local or regional type of independent film, you know, both yeah. of them. So, yeah, the only other and thing is, uh, the uh, other Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> that yeah, would have been a connection. True, yeah. If we, yeah. Naturally, if we watch Tusk or red state, boom, there you go. Yeah. That's your connection. But no, yeah. it's, not, and, it's uh, not that easy. You know, with, with, uh, Kevin Smith, uh, even, you know, uh, with as many movies as he's tied to, uh, there's not, um, there's no other connection from him. He was actually uncredited in this. Yeah. Uh, in this yeah. Officially, he's not even in this, right? So. <laughs> yeah. Officially, I guess. Yeah. 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 But we, you know, we track we track everybody whether they're uh, credited or uncredited. All right. So, Will, that leads us to you. Kill. Kill. All right. So, what's the number? <laughs> All right, this is a, kind of a shot-in-the-dark number on this one. Uh, I went with 54. And that's just guesstimating what I guess... Because guesstimating of the, a couple scenes. Like right, the, so, the big arena scene? Yeah, yeah. So uh, you got the uh, sound guy from the commercial. 
who uh, took the mic stand through the throat. The dismemberment of four people in the van. I'm going to guess about eight people died in the strip club. But, you know, there's no telling how many or how few. The mole man got burnt to death. Uh, <laughs> mole man. <laughs> Kevin Smith getting eaten by his little willy. The organist who got shot in the head. I'm going to guess about 20 people in the arena died from their little willies. <laughs> they're bad willies. And they're bad willies, however yeah. you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, if we're going to count the hockey players, because, uh, I mean, I guess if we're counting Mole Man, then we need to count these guys. Two guys got impaled. Uh, one got shot in the head by the sheriff. Uh, one guy got flayed. I'm assuming he's dead, but uh, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I failed to mention uh, that the guy that got like he gets into a hockey fight with Wolf Cop, and then instead of pulling his shirt up over his head, he pulls the the skin off his back up over his head. Yeah. <laughs> so flayed hockey style is what I put. Mm-hmm. Four more shot in the head. Four people I'm assuming were dead when uh, Wolf Cop was getting beat up right before he went and sniffed Moon Rocks. <laughs> you, you saw him gut somebody, but then. It was only one person, and then four people were laid on the ground. Mm-hmm. So we'll go with that. Uh, Eleven took the sheath. Zamboni tank driver, I'm assuming, died in the explosion from uh, the place blowing up. And then the mid credit scene uh, guy that got hit by the car. There's some things I never thought we'd talk a lot about and on this podcast, and that's Wolf Dork has become one of them. And there's plenty of other things that you just said that you know you never really expected to actually ever have to say or hear. You know, <laughs> that just happens. Well, this guy got laid down by a, a scythe. All the other various ways you just explained. See, <laughs> D- didn't always expect that going into this, but here we are. So, yeah, I mean, it sounds like a good enough estimate, so we'll go with it. So that leads us to the professor. Gore score. Mm. <laughs> oh, we got a little bit of a meaty one here, except... Uh... So in the fun direction of Splatter, I guess you could say. And I might have to amend the gore score a little bit to take into account movies like this where it's, uh, I don't know if you call it good-natured gore, whatever, just fun, kind of cartoonish gore uh-huh. versus serving reality gore. You know? This one you got, like, like the very beginning, right off the bat, you had that, that truck robbery thing or whatever where all those guys get mutilated in all kind of, you know, cartoonishly gory ways. Then you had the climax, which was all kind of gore going on with the those... Uh, what do they call the hockey? The other team, the the dark star. Yeah, the dark stars. Yeah, or the other that that was like the hometown team, the uh, you know the alien team or whatever. The other team was like just some bum team from Regina or something, right? That's right. Yeah, but uh, then they got torn up. You know, entrails everywhere on the ice and everything, arms and legs flying. So uh, in the beginning, the beginning and the end had a lot of gore in it, and in the middle there was also various little scenes here and there, like in the strip club <laughs> or the uh, the werecat so- sex scene. The way, the way cast that can, yeah, that could be seen as disturbing to some people. It was, <laughs> to most. Yeah. And then, like, you're talking about Wolfdorf. I mean, this is actually the third movie to reference Wolfdorf in some <laughs> yeah. way, shape, or form. Now, the most, uh, the most, the less, least disturbing one would have been Monster Squad, you know, with the wolf nards and kicking the wolf and wolfman and the nards and whatnot. Yep. But that was a reference. And then you had the first Wolf Cop movie. <laughs> now Who can one. forget that? Yeah. No matter how long to your death, you'll remember that scene. <laughs> and there, and there was, and there was Wolf Dork being slung in a, <laughs> in the howling and ginger snaps. So yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but uh, as far as the score itself, I think I'm going to go with a seven on this one because it's up there pretty good. But like I said, it's a it's a seven, but it's the sort of good natured splatter, cartoonish type gore, not the disturbing type gore. And we 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 I don't know that we've gotten too many yet that have been in that area other than maybe Terrifier. That one's pretty, you know, has some pretty mean nature or mean spirited like type gore scenes in there. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we haven't had a lot that are that are like that vicious. And like you said, in a mean-spirited way, yeah, for sure. Uh, so this one, I mean, a lot of people might think it's still disturbing because of the gore factor or whatever, but anybody who's used to watching a lot of horror movies, it's not, the gore is not extreme. It, it is graphic, but it's, like I said, it's kind of a cartoonish comic book style. Fun gore scenes. Yeah. <laughs> it's for, it's family gore scenes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> except for that, uh, you know, not the gore scene, but except for the, uh, the wolf sex scenes. Yeah. You might want to get... Kitty, kitty, <laughs> it's the it's the sixth hits that really get you. I gotta say, yeah. I don't know how many movies have done that before. There's been a few. There's been you know Total Recall had the mutant thing. Yeah, yeah the three. The yeah, chick with three. three only had three though. She had half half the amount that was in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that'll put a bow on not only another Wolf Cop but the Summer of the Wolf series. I mean, it's been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed it. Uh, but you know, we're ready to get, move onward and upward and get into some other cool things. So. We're going straight for the jugular as far as like one of our favorites, or at least I can speak for myself and say it's one of my favorites. We're going to be watching Maximum Overdrive from 1986, the first and only movie that Stephen King ever directed. Uh, we're going to be diving into that one. The IMDb synopsis for it is a group of people try to survive when machines start to come alive and become homicidal. That's one sentence that really just sums the entire movie up very easily right there. Yeah. So, <laughs> best I can tell, just in a quick glance, there's not really many streaming options for this. So, if you don't own a copy, looks like you're going to have to go on video on demand or something. You know, probably Amazon Prime, some other places to uh, to rent it. So, uh, there might be it might be available out there somewhere, you know, streaming. But I'm really not seeing it. So, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Spook Showites, but uh, I'm not seeing it anywhere. So. If you guys uh, out there find it somewhere or know where it's streaming, let us know so we can, uh, you know, pass the word. But I'm not seeing it. But either way, like, uh, we'll, we'll be talking about that in a couple of weeks. But our next episode, next Monday at 6 p.m. East, it's another Spook Show Spotlight episode. But I guess it's going to be, like, basically talking about the top Labor Day horror movie releases of all time. Basically, just kind of going down the list of some of the biggest uh, releases in the horror genre that have come out on Labor Day weekend because you know that's always one of the big movie weekends traditionally you know here in the United States so usually that what first weekend of September would be considered the Labor Day weekend so we're going to be diving into that on the on next week's episode so come back for that next Monday at 6 p.m. East and then in two weeks maximum overdrive from 1986 so you guys got anything else you wanted to add about another wolf cop or anything else before we dip out no i don't have anything <laughs> i got nothing you know what i quit <laughs> crickets crickets all right so <laughs> for uh donnie and will and the professor smoke i'm josh and we are the all-american spook show horror podcast and come back next week for the top labor day horror releases and then in two weeks for maximum overdrive and we'll talk to you then as you leave the theater, folks, please be careful. Don't let this happen to your car. Be sure to remove the speaker before you leave. If you should accidentally pull a speaker loose, please turn it in at our snack bar or box office. Thank you.